0: back to another episode of the Garment Decorators podcast. I'm joined by Andy today as always and we've also got Kyle and Tiff here from Audis. Hi guys, how are you doing?
1: Hey. We are not bad. Um, lots of travelling to get down here but feeling fresh this morning so i um, looking forward to getting a good chat with you guys and, and seeing what's going on.
0: Thank you very much for making the trip. It was a long, long drive down for these guys so we and I'm sure our listeners really appreciate you making the time. Um, so yeah, we're going to have a nice long chat today about all of the stuff that Audis do, um, Kyle and Tiffany's roles there. So you guys are quite customer facing, aren't you, within your job? So how, if somebody was to, I don't know, want to get in contact with you or like what, explain your roles a little bit more about what you do within Audis?
1: Um, so generally um, we have people who are out in the road that cover all of the UK and Ireland um, but sometimes people uh, are quite hard to reach, you know, if they're going to be out uh, driving, if they've got um, events on, if they have something that, that's already planned in or they can't stop to to have a look at things. Um, we are based at HQ so that, people have a nice easy contact they can just give us a ring on the Audis hotline um, as it has been named um and ask us all sorts of questions um because we are at hq all of the other teams are in there with us um so if there's anything that we don't know we can quite easily just go over and ask somebody else um get the answers there and then and go straight back to people um all about making sure that we offer as much support as possible and, you know, stuff like samples, um, colour swatches and brochures and even just the the very niche pieces of of product knowledge that that people can gain um, from giving us a ring. It just anything to make lives a bit easier because... I'm sure you guys understand that it's a very hands-on job doing something like this and to stop and spend hours in front of a computer researching or trying to get a hold of something can be really difficult. So um, if there's somebody that they can just lift the phone, uh, leave a question with, go back to what they're doing and, and wait in a ring back, then it makes, makes their life easier.
0: Who called it the Audis hotline? Was that you guys or was that your customers?
2: give you
1: three guesses. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to, sorry. I was
0: I, I was going to say
2: you. Oh, really? Yeah,
3: you... I, I, see, I assume it was James. That's so going to be
2: my first guess. <laughs> <laughs> was it? <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah we, um, way back when this first started in office, because obviously um, we had uh, the team out on the road, for about a couple of years before we had anybody in the office doing what we do now um so we had a big chat about you know how is it going to work and and how do we try to offer the same level of service that you can in person over the phone um which can be quite difficult at times but we do as much as possible to really understand the people who are speaking to on the other side of the phone um it's A huge, huge part of when I speak to somebody is finding out how they got the name of their company. Um, There's some very interestingly named companies and I always like to get the backstory on it and get a little bit of information on, you know, what made them where they are today. Um, But to get uh, the the oddest hotline has just become, like, this one... One answer fits all sort of place where people can just ring up and get absolutely anything.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I had someone ask me once, and it was it was not long after I first started, and they asked me how many plastic bottles our JC201. Was made out of, and absolutely. Was, was like, this on the spot on the phone? And yeah. You were like, um. <laughs> I was like, mm, that's that's a new question for me. I've never had that one before. Um, but you know, it's it's handy having the product team kind of right next to you and obviously they, they can give you the answer within seconds and um, turns out it's nine 550 mil plastic bottles interesting so a bit of knowledge for for anyone out there as well very specific yeah exactly mm. but yeah it's it good to find out little niche pieces of information as well because I feel like you you cling on to to them and you know it's, you pass the knowledge on so it's always good
3: so, I mean, most of our customers, most people listening are going to be familiar with Audis, but just for anyone that's new to you, it's the first time they're hearing from you guys, can you just give us a quick overview about the different brands within Audis and the different types of products that you can offer people and the areas of your expertise that way as well?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, we, we cover quite a, a variety of garments, I would say. Um, I mean, we've got Just Hoods, which is our in brand, um, the JH001. You know, you, you can't go wrong, you, you guys know. Um, I'm looking so, at one right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Very nicely printed. <laughs> um, so we've got Just Hoods, which is your, you know, hoodies. You've got some some joggers in there, you've got shorts in there. Um, we've got Just Cool, which is more your gym wear, sports wear. Um, some really nice garments in there and we also have some recycled you know, garments in there as well um, we have Ecology which we've tried to introduce some more fashion forward pieces into that this year um, like matching sets so we've got a hoodie joggers sweat and we have the EA006 which is a nice 220 GSM t-shirt <laughs> um, and I'll let you do the other ones
1: um, so a lot of people, I don't think, realise that we have ProRTX as well. Um, ProRTX has uh, become a huge, huge part of what we do. Um, obviously, you have all of these um, Audis brands, um, and then ProRTX is our workwear range, which sits... Um, sort of separate because the you know the colours that are that are in that range are built for a workwear market. You know, um, nobody's coming in and, and looking for um, orange crush, although. Actually, very recently I had somebody coming in looking for Orange Crunch for their workwear. But uh, it's a very, very workwear-forward brand and it gets such a good rep with everybody that we speak to. Everybody's always so happy to discover that um, PriorityX is something that we can help with. Um, you know there's been some promotional garments and stuff recently made and and the Priority X one has absolutely flown out of our door Um, but Besides that, uh, we have um, Just Teas, uh, which for this year has sort of really focused on um, our oversized tea that we introduced last year um, and introduced another couple of colours because they've done so well last year. You know, we've got this one, obviously, in Ecology, and we've got a slightly lighter one at 190 GSM in the Just Teas range that's... Um, actually based off the 100T, the so it's a, a 100% cotton garment.
0: That was going to be my next question, yeah. the difference between the two, because um, we, you guys gave us at Printware and Promotion this year some of the white Ecology Oversized Tees, which we wear yeah. for the podcast sometimes. Um, but that was yeah going to be my question, what's the difference between that and the one that you've introduced into the Just Tees range, so the GSM of it?
1: Yeah, so um, the one that we're currently wearing is um, a mix of uh recycled uh, cotton recycled polyester and elastane i'm sorry actually i'm <laughs> gonna have to check that it's either elastane or viscose. is it I think so. do, do you want
0: thank you yeah uh, <laughs> it spikes the audio yeah. in the edit otherwise i'm there
1: for ages i'm gonna ask you if you guys do that um
2: i never going to hear
1: the end of it if I'm wrong. I know. <coughs> it's the <a> last thing. <laughs> it is. I had it right the first time. That's yeah.
0: okay, we'll go again. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think. Where did we stop? That
3: would be quite good to you know, cut Mark back. In. Just ask the question again from the beginning. What's the difference between the two? If that helps.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was going to be my next question because obviously we have some of the white oversized ones from the ecology range that we wear for the podcast. Um, but what's the difference between the ones that we've got and the just tease one that you've introduced?
1: Yeah, so um, in Just these, um it is the oversized 100T. So the 100T is a 100% cotton garment. Um, the oversized uh, version, the JT009, is um, a 190 GSM. Whereas the one that we're actually both wearing just now um, is a 220 GSM that is made with a blend of recycled cotton, recycled polyester and elastane. Um, A very small percentage of elastane. It gives it a really nice feel and you'll know yourself it's got that nice sort of stretch about it. Um, I think, personally, the bit that I like the most about them is the way they fit around the neck because I like the oversized styles, but it's nice to have something that feels quite... um, comfortable up here and then oversized on the shoulders and um round the waist and the stomach um <coughs> is always quite handy um
2: i do think the white one's probably my favorite though because you can see like the different bits of materials in it from where it's yes. been recycled yeah that was so one of the really first cool. things we noticed wasn't it yeah they've they're, they're done a good job but you know incorporating all that into the the garment as well they're really cool
1: Yeah, I think the the fact that it really highlights that it is a recycled garment, you know, like if you buy a piece of recycled paper or something, you can see those little blemishes in it. It's really nice to have that little bit extra to very quickly show that it's a recycled piece. A lot of workplaces are quite focused just now on doing that little bit extra and swapping out some uniform is a very, very easy way to quite quickly do your part for for sustainability and and at least take one step into that market. Um, So to have something on top of that that even highlights that it is a recycled piece makes it so, so much easier. Um, The the other ranges that we have, um, Sodenum has um, done quite well because it is such a, a very traditional um thing for people to wear, you know, in a hospitality market, um everybody sort of wears, you know, jeans to work and that sort of thing. So um it is it's quite handy to have that there as well that can that can tie in and pair with all these other brands. Um, you know, there's not a lot that doesn't go with denim. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and circling back to what you said about, was it RTX Pro, your workwear brand? Pro-RTX. Pro-RTX, yeah. RTX, yeah. yeah. Um, the workwear market, I mean, we've kind of touched on it in previous podcasts, but it's such a massive industry, especially for heat printers. And I think a lot of people don't realise the scale of it. Like if they did start to print within the workwear industry, how much opportunity there is out there for it. Definitely.
2: I mean, everyone's always looking for, for workwear. I mean, there's never going to run out of stuff like that. And the the RX 101, that just seems to be... In every market possible, it's just—it's nuts how much that sells. It's—it's it's crazy, but it's a good garment. So,
3: <laughs> and it, it definitely is useful. The fact that you do both because everything with work we're so fashion forward now isn't it i mean the cuts the colors the styling of it but being able to mix and match between the order stuff and the RT, pro RTX stuff is quite useful for for our customers or yeah. people listening to this because it means you've got
1: a variety of options depending on who you're talking to that way yeah definitely i, I do you know i really didn't see it before um before doing what i do now um that people would sort of sub in and out between Pro RTX and Audis you know, uh the the just hoods and, and, and that sort of thing. Um I think in my head it's always been uh, very separate but speaking to people who day in, day out place uh, these orders and have people come into them looking for different bits and pieces. People generally for work where they just want something that they're gonna like. Um, they want something that every single day they 're going to get up in the morning and put on and, and not be um, uncomfortable or um you know bothered about uh, if it matches or anything like that. They just want something that they can get up and wear every single day and so i've i 've spoken to people quite regularly who will um, you know go into the the Priority X range and they might pick up some cargo trousers or some shorts. Um, some t-shirts uh, but then you know they'll sub in some of the hood zippers or something like that just to give somebody uh, something a bit colourful I mean you guys all know very well that uh, colour is a huge part of what we do and um, to give people the opportunity to put their own brand on what they wear every single day it's really important that what they're wearing looks good and represents their brand well Um, it's always a huge part of the conversation, I think, for any printer who speaks to anybody that does uniform, is that you need to remember that what you wear represents your brand for every single person that sees it. And if you walk around and... Something that's that's old and scrappy—that's absolutely fine. But if you go and represent your brand with something that looks really nice, really clean, really fresh, people are far more likely to um, draw that link in their mind and automatically think, you know, that this is quite an impressive brand, no matter what it is. Um, so as it's it's really important to people nowadays that when they are branding their uniform, that it, it really represents who they are and what they do.
2: I think as well, and the the workwear industry. A lot of people that we speak to, you kind of find that a lot of them work by word of mouth. So companies will see one company wearing the uniform, and that they, they really like it. So you know, it kind of passes about that way, which is really good. It's good for the printers as well; gets them a bit more.
3: That's de- I definitely echo that. Localised marketing is everything for heat printers and gum decorators in general. So, but having those walking billboards and, like you say, making them look good, they're much more likely to come back to you, or ask that person who did that who did that work for you, and get referral business off the back of
1: it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I hadn't even really considered how much for the printer it's beneficial as well, because um, you're absolutely right. It's not just that. Um, the brand themselves, you know, whatever uh, workwear it is, is representing themselves in their own business. The printer as well is, this is their work and, and whatever it is that you produce. If somebody asks about it, that's about the best bit of business that you can get. Word of mouth stuff always seems to be the most reliable because People trust the, what they see and, and what they hear from, from the people around them um and definitely work is a, a huge thing. I think a lot of um small business owners especially tend to speak to each other about all these little things. Um I think on um on a certain scale people are far more likely to go and, and let people know about something good that they that they've found or something that saved them a lot of time or a lot of effort. Um, something that, you know, um, like our RX polo tops always get a really good rep because people are not having to replace them every two, three months with something new, Uh, you know, everything in the RTX range when the product team benchmark it, they look at how um, what temperatures you can wash everything at, Um, for absolutely everything that we do. But when they do ProRTX, they go right up to 60 degrees because the idea is that we want to produce something that people will be able to buy and wear day in, day out, and it doesn't matter what sort of industry that you're in. If you get a bit of something on it and you go and you wash it, then you come away and it's absolutely fine. It's no big deal. You're not looking to replace it. Absolutely.
3: (laughs) So one of the things we really want to get stuck into with you two here is because everything we do here is always trying to eliminate mistakes for people and answer questions before they need to answer the questions. And mm-hmm. you two being on the front line with the, with the hotline is trying to understand what questions that you two get asked on a regular basis. What are the kind of like top three questions you get asked so you can answer them here today and hopefully that will help people so those that are like oh, I don't know if I want to ring up or you know they're a bit shy or they're afraid to ask what they perceive to be stupid questions even though they're not is yeah. what 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 do people
1: most commonly ask you on a day-to-day basis um i think a lot of the time um when people look to get into this market maybe even for the first time ever uh, the first thing that they do is look to find their supplier for their garments. Um, and so many people call us up and they want to know about you know sourcing and all that sort of stuff. But then straight after that, the first thing that they want to know is, can I use what it is that you have? Um, nobody really tends to enter this market with absolutely every piece of machinery um, there at their fingertips. So a lot of the time people will say, Oh well, I've got uh, a heat press, and uh, you know I do a bit of vinyl. Am I going to be able to use that on what it is that you have? Um, now we produce everything with the the printers in mind Um, anything that we put out into the market the idea is that it's supposed to be as easy to decorate and as versatile as possible Um, so when the product team do all their benchmarking and when they look at um, you know like the temperatures that things can be washed at and Um, get out nice care labels and everything. Um, one of the things that they look at is how well everything prints or, you know, how well it embroiders, how well it's going to take any sort of decoration process. And then they make all that information readily available to everybody. So on each of our websites, we have a resources page that contains a huge amount of really, really helpful resources if you're just starting out. Stuff like our pack shot imagery is all there, the model imagery. But one other section is the print guides. And those print guides are not there to tell you how to print, because um, to be honest, that you guys do that much better than I would. <laughs> um, but the idea is that you can go on there and very quickly look at the decoration processes of each of the materials, And see very, very quickly, you know, um, oh will I do heat transfer vinyl? Is that is that gonna work with this garment and we give it like a almost a star rating um out of five and we'll say, Yeah, this works really well with this or, you know, don't even attempt it, you know, you can't Sublimate on um, dark poly, uh, dark cotton, um, but your very very light polyester, ideally your your white polyesters, um, will be absolutely fine. So in each of those print guides, it gives you a quick breakdown of. Uh, different kinds of decoration, how well they work, and any sort of just little pieces of additional information that we would recommend before you go ahead, um, stuff like avoiding scorching and, and stuff like that. So there's there's lots of good information on um, what you can print and how you can print it, and I think that is probably the number one thing people ask when they get in touch. Um, Tiff, you can take the next one.
2: I'd say, I was going to say a close second would probably be, and you guys all know yourself, um, colours. We get asked about, you know, Pantone references, hexadecimal codes. I mean, Kyle had someone call up once and they <laughs> mentioned that they, they really liked our, was it Air Force Blue? It was Air Yeah, so they wanted to know the Pantone reference so that they could take it to B&Q, and get a paint made up to paint their son's bedroom <laughs> with it. <laughs> so that was that was something new. Um, and, you know, I think with so many colours as well, I mean, 87 and the JH001 alone, you know, it, it's, it can be overwhelming sometimes. And you guys will know as well as probably any printer, you can look at a colour card on a screen, but it's never going to be as good as seeing it in real life Um, so I think sometimes people get a bit overwhelmed you know there's so many shades of blue like what what kind of blue do you want Um, so it's always kind of good talking through people and you you really start to see how the product team come up with the colours as well because you know when they brought out Lagoon Blue this year we were all kind of like Another blue, <laughs> but they need that. <laughs> yeah. But then, when you look at the colour card, you can you really see how much it was missing. Like you, you don't realise until you actually it's see it. It's the different it, shades, there. isn't it? That yeah. happens with us
0: when they bring out new colours of like heat transfer vinyl, and obviously like transfers, it's different because we can print any, literally any colour, any gradient. Yeah. So we see cool designs come through and we're like oh that's amazing but yeah. we don't get excited about adding new colours because they're they're there already all the yeah. time but with the vinyl they'll add new stuff in and we'll be like oh they introduce like a sage or like a mauve and yeah. you think oh really more colours do we need them no, and then you no. see them and you're like Ooh,
2: yeah, no. okay. oh I'll yeah okay I'll take that. that I think um, I mean digital lavender that that was a huge one for us last year the, the product team kind of you know, they took a risk and brought it out in October, which we, we don't normally do. It's normally January for, for any colours. Um, but it was actually, it was voted, was it Pantone Colour of the Year? Um, it was, yeah. So th- they just thought, you know, we'll, we'll do it, we'll do it in the gh one and we'll see how it goes. And it, it absolutely flew out to the point where they ended up bringing it out in 12 new styles in January. That's it's such well a popular
0: colour, been. isn't yeah. it? And you did it in the Just Call cool range as well. I think there's I one on the rail over yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's actually the one with the open back, which um, oh, yeah. Kirsten showed me at PMP, And yeah. and i am obsessed with that. I think it's such yeah. a good style because it's so different from your normal yeah. just sports t-shirt like it's just got something different about it but no you're right and what you've just said echoes what we were talking to beachfield about at headwear live last week is that ashford was saying how customers come to him and go oh which hat do you recommend and he was going well what hat do you want like yeah. what does your customer want I suppose it's the same with you guys yeah. people will phone up and say well what do you re- what t-shirt do you recommend for this or what do you recommend for that and you go well what are you making what are you printing and having yeah. that print guide is so so helpful for every you know the customer's point of view before they make that purchase and like you say if they get something and there's something a bit more complicated they want to do or they want a bit more knowledge about print they can come to us but having that initial can i put screen print transfers on that can i put vinyl on that it just makes their buying process so much easier yeah definitely i
2: think it helps like particularly people that probably work from home as well you know it is like a little, it's like a hobby almost but you know those people might not necessarily have the time to you know go out and and research everything and as well as printing everything on the side and probably working a full-time job as well so wait for responses every time i have a question yeah yeah. so it's quite handy just to kind of have that there and you know we we always kind of reference people towards them don't we because it's just such a good tool to have i think Mm -hmm. definitely you're so right about the
0: colors as well i remember when um i did like a bit of a mini video series on how to start a clothing collection and i used the podcast as our like brand if you will as an example mm-hmm. um and I had a particular design in mind that I wanted to do and Andy knows exactly what I'm talking about the, the nudie colored natural sweat and I did the exact same thing I went onto the website and I was like yeah that looks like the right color so I've got a couple of those and they arrived and I was like mm, no <laughs> so I was like James can I have yeah. <laughs> this one and we got there in the end but it took yeah three or four different colors of yeah. like neutral sweat to find the right one because even like the undertones of them all like is it warm is it cool yeah. is it slightly gray is it orange like they're
2: so different definitely i think as well as like obviously the distributors they all have them like on the website too but anyone that i speak to you know, i'm always like car- i'll send you color cards mm. because you, you kind of need them you need mm. them there and makes it so much easier yeah. i wish i'd have done that initially <laughs> <laughs> definitely i mean we've we've got a couple of you know promotional garments as well that are quite good so we've got an, an arctic white JH001, where we've got the full colour card DTF printed on the back, which is really good because you can really see how vivid the colours are. And, you know, we always send that out to people because you can see the garment, you can see how well it prints, and you can get a good idea of the colours too. So they're really good and, and they're available for everyone.
3: Plus the great thing is you can order just one. So when people want to get started and they want to try your products, they can, like, yeah, let just order one or a few in few different colours and that way you can see them get them in your hands see what your designs look like on them and then you can make a nice informed decision off the back
1: of that as well yeah definitely i think um being able to call up and get a hold of a sample can make a huge difference for somebody um sometimes if you're just starting out it's handy to have a sample that just sits there and as you're your print test garment, you know. um, If you want to know how well something prints, obviously the print guides are there, but if you are still learning how to do it yourself, it's really handy to not take on your first piece of work while you're learning how to do it. Um, We always sort of try to recommend to people that they get a hold of something and um, really get a feel for what it's like. So even sometimes when we do samples, the way that we will work it is, I'll just ask somebody, listen, What size do you wear? What colour would you like? We'll send you one out. Wear it for a couple of days. Make sure that you like it. You know, you're going to find it so much easier. If somebody comes in looking for something, if you're wearing it yourself, you're going to be able to talk about it so, so much um, easier and and you'll have a much better understanding of what it's like. Um, I mean, we are probably perfect examples of that. I have uh, a wardrobe that is absolutely stacked full of our hoodies, (laughs) T-shirts, sweats, um, jeans, everything. Um, Because there's no point in me sitting down to have a conversation with somebody about something if I have no idea what it's like. Um, I mean... Those open back tees I could probably be doing with in the last couple of weeks because it has been absolutely <laughs> boiling. They're not quite my thing, but um,
2: it is. I think you'd get good
3: looks
1: with that, but they are. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't think that marketing would appreciate that, to be honest. Um, but it is. It is one of those things where it's so so much easier. Um, to talk about something you, you actually know about. Um, but the good thing with, with stuff like that open-back tea is um, the the fabric that it's made of is a fabric that we use for a number of garments. Uh, you know, if you look at um, Just Hoods, for example, there's probably two and a half three thousand 3,000 skews in Just Hoods alone, um, but there's 18 different fabrics. You know, you've not got to go through a huge different... Uh, Process every single time you want to pick up something new, a lot of the time you pick up a JH001 first, nice and easy and versatile that prints well and hopefully be very very easy to get into any conversation with any customer um but then if you want to start diversifying your range if you want to start doing our zoodies for example or our sweats that's fine because they're made with the same fabric so you know it's the same fabric composition it's the same weight it's going to print just as well they're both cotton faced it's it is all those little pieces where uh, if you're just starting out. Sometimes it's good to just learn one thing and then let that branch out, uh, you know, rather than jump to a million different options straight away. Um, even for customers, sometimes if people are coming in and they don't know what they want, it's not always a good idea to say, well, here's everything that I do. Just give them a couple of examples. Here's some stuff that I wear personally. Here's um, what I've heard from other people. Uh, and then suddenly it, it becomes a much more narrow choice, but a, a much easier decision to make. Uh, it is, it's a great, great thing to wear for it is that you, you sell yourself,
3: definitely. 100% agree. Always... It's always, whenever we do events and, and people don't turn up in their own branded stuff for their business, I'm always a little yeah. bit disappointed because I'm thinking there's, th- you know, there could be an opportunity even if you're just Definitely. walking around town in Braintree on your way here or something like that or you're on a train to get here. You never know where that conversation might go
1: just by wearing something. they would be like, oh, could you do that for me then? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, um, if we take the the and p show from earlier this year uh, as an example, we had... Probably pretty much every single thing that we produce in there. Um, but for our uniform, we had lots of different pieces. And I know that the ProRTX stand had our new RX305, which is like a, a quarter neck uh, zip sweat, um, which has been very, very popular but we were fighting over who was going to be on that stand for that day because everybody wanted that uniform. <laughs> <laughs> and Tiff got it. Um, but it was... It, its You want that that conversation, you know. Uh, if people aren't fighting over what it is that you do and, and the opportunity to sneak a wee free piece here and there, then, um, you know, it, it's you've got to be excited about what it is that you've got. And it's very, very sad how excited I get about it. Um, I'll be walking about the streets and see somebody in a JH43 or a, uh, a JH001 and, and you know, whisper to people, oh, that's 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 one of our garments. Um, but it's just one of the things that comes with doing something like this. If, if you like what it is that you do, you'll find it so, so much easier. That's what, that's what, one of the reasons we do this podcast is to...
3: Because we know that people listening are nerdy about this sort of stuff. And that's a <laughs> good that's a good thing though. Yeah. Because you yeah, you <laughs> want you want to you know, the more you understand this stuff, you're like, Oh yeah, I wrote the stitching on that. I really like that, or like the G S M, or really like, you know, like um, we learned so much from Beachwood when they were in last week because now I know what a, a dart is on a beanie and I was like never even heard that terminology before. But yeah, exactly. And we can we can spot pro- mid, low, and high profile hats from a distance. But you know if you. Same. Exactly yeah. everything. Everything you need to know. But that, all this stuff is. That's why it's important for everyone to interact with you two in particular. Because then they'll start yeah. to get this information. And if you can go to your customer and be like bah, 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 about everything to do with this topic and yep. you're wearing it, they'll be like, "Oh, that's impressive." I'm going to go with the person who's detailed or Definitely. Or if you you know do a bit of homework on the person you're going to speak to and be like, actually. I can tell from everything else they do and what they talk about, actually it's going to be something from more athletics. So I'm going to bring stuff from yeah. the Just Cool range to it and not even talk about this other one because it's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah it, it makes you a more credible person
1: that way. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, one thing that I always tell people is that we do not expect anybody um, with a life to understand absolutely <laughs> every single thing that we do. But uh, that's the point. I instead then don't have a life. And I'm all right with that because I am genuinely interested in the stuff that we do. So when when people don't know something, it's, it's great to get that phone call and be asked because I hold on to all these little pieces of knowledge. I mean, I know that Tiff got asked that question about the, the recycled tea probably in December last year because it was it was like exciting for us. It was like, there's a question that we've never been asked before. But you'll never, ever forget exactly what the answer was, and it just sticks with you. And if you are having a conversation with somebody, if if you're a printer and somebody walks in the front door and they're looking for um, sustainable wear or they're looking for something a bit different and you're having a conversation with them and you drop in the fact that you know how many plastic bottles something's made of, you immediately give that person the impression that you know your business inside and out. And it's not to say that always that you need to, but just to have those little pieces of knowledge, it just puts people at ease because it can be quite a daunting thing to make a big commitment to, um, especially something like uniform, something that you're going to wear day in, day out. If if somebody puts your mind at ease before you go ahead and, and get what it is that you're looking for, uh, is it's such a, a much easier conversation to have.
3: Yeah, if that, but if you're wearing it and you're sitting there, you're nice and comfortable, and that person's gonna be like, "Yeah, I want to wear that because they're not, you're not like awkward and moving around because you're like the stitching on this is horrible. It's a bit tight, yeah. you know." immediately the they're like, "Oh, yeah, I could they kind of they build a connection with the garments and the process that's gone into decorating this
1: from the very beginning that way as well." Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I think you know people uh, kind of underrate how. Big of a deal it can be to see you know all the different things that go into producing what it is that they wear as well, um, and it's just another thing that you know not everybody can have a, a big um, storefront or uh, you know a unit or anything like that. The people that work from home, uh, you know, they put in just as much effort as anybody else, and in fact, some of them do far more. Uh, I speak to plenty of people who work from home doing this as their um side job, but with the intention of doing it full time and they just you know juggle so many things around them, um, you know, getting there. and I think when you look at um, those people on Instagram, they always try and show you a little bit of what they're working on. And it's just another step towards making people feel comfortable with with their purchases is seeing the work that goes into, you know, what you are producing for them. Um, I know that when we are on Instagram and we see all the stuff that you guys do, I mean, I won't lie, a lot of it does go over my head, but (laughs) it's great to see, you know, there's so much um, effort and, and little pieces of knowledge that you need to have, you know, what pressures you need, what temperatures you need, how long for pre presses yeah, 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 and all that sort right, of I'm stuff. Up. That's right, <laughs> Alison. Um, it's, uh, it's it's really, really important and it, it really, it makes such a difference. People have so much more confidence in what it is that you produce for them when they can see how much effort you put into it yourself. Absolutely. And one of the things i meant to mention
3: earlier as well is that you mentioned all the colors that you guys got and the the kind of the, um thought process that goes into all your products as well is that like the digital lavender everything you do is very much based around what is going to be popular for everyone so that's why it's always good to keep um keep in touch with you guys because you're going to find out your best to find out early rather than be and be proactive rather than reactive because your customers, if you can put these colours in front of your customers, they're going to be like, look, I know we're not going to be making this stuff for you soon, but it's going, this is going to be popular in like two or three months. They can get ahead of it. And especially if it's a brand, it's really important. And even if it's work wear or corporate wear, if you can then put your that person's staff in the most current stuff, what's going to be popular, that's going to have such a bigger impact to the, the way the person feels wearing that item as well.
1: Definitely. I think actually with digital lavender we got very very lucky so um in october um at an event we let everybody vote on what was going to be um the new color for the jh001 and it was digital lavender that won and it, it come almost as no surprise towards the end of the year that it was so popular and that suddenly all these people were looking for it and we were you know the product team were dropping what they were doing and uh, looking at where we could introduce digital lavender um, in in our range for everything that already existed and, um, you know, new products suddenly were were taking it on. Um, But it's a great uh, show of the fact that everybody that is in this market kind of knows what 's going to be coming, and you know everybody voted for it, and then suddenly it was really popular that market research is is huge and and it 's something that we try to focus on is that when we speak to people, what sort of things are you do you feel like you 're missing out on? you know if somebody walks in your door and and they 're looking for their work where what sort of things do you feel like you can 't offer them just now uh, so it 's always good to hear from people because they tell us and we tell the product team and then the product team are aware of it and they're researching it and they know the value of of all of this because uh, as much research as they do they're not running their own print shop they've mm. they've not got one of these businesses themselves and the people that hear about it more than anybody are the people that deal with it day in, day out. So it's, it's, it's really, really, it's good to get those pieces of knowledge about what kind of colours we think are going to be popular and stuff. And a lot of work does go into it. But um, hearing from the people that work with it is is absolutely up there with the best ways of, of researching it.
0: Yeah, I think that's such an important point to bring up as well, because from a similar point of view from what we do every day, and, you know, create, you know, educational content to help printers and, you know, that's a massive part about what we do here at Target. But there's only so many things that we can do before we sit down and go, what video are we making today? Oh, we've done that. We've done that. We've repurposed that already. Whereas when somebody comes to us and goes, can you do a video on how to do this? Oh, how do you do that? I'd love to know more. That makes our content so much more valuable it's the same with the products you know they're coming to you saying this is what I need to know this is the product I want to sell this is what my customers are asking me it makes I mean it makes my life easier but it also makes our content a hell of a lot more valuable to them because you're not just producing the same stuff day in day out so coming to the people from our customers that are listening going to your suppliers and actually telling or asking them what you need don't be afraid to because it it makes our lives easier (laughs)
1: Yeah, I was actually, I was going to ask you and not to put you on the spot, um, but... uh, I'm nervous uh, now. Yeah, no, you absolutely should be. Um, So we, uh, I think obviously we discovered you guys on Instagram um, and it's it's no surprise with the amount of interaction and engagement that happens um, on, on your page, but... When we look at what you do, it's always interesting to know the background of how it came to be. And I was actually, I was looking forward to asking, how did you guys come up with the podcast? You know, how do you, week in, week out, come up with something to put on Instagram and on social medias and YouTube and all that sort of thing to keep things fresh because I think social media is becoming like a really, really big part of small businesses and a great way to promote yourself and get your name out there. Yeah,
0: well, some businesses run solely on social media, don't they? I mean, we've had the discussion with people so many times before. Running an Instagram business is great, but make sure you have all your data in your CRM system because if that suddenly disappears or you get an error or you lose your Instagram page, you've lost your business. So you can run a very successful business business online but have that backup all the time. Um, I mean the podcast wasn't necessarily something we we've always talked about it I mean we're what two years no year and a half in at this point. Um, It wasn't something that we sort of planned for ages and ages we'd had conversations about it and we just sat down to record a test episode one day to see how it would go and that ended up being the first episode that's still live today Um, and from there we just did one a week and we've had a few weeks off in between in between seasons as a when needed <laughs> um but in general yeah it's kind of just has been something that i think naturally evolved with our yeah. marketing and everything
3: i think there's a few things is one is that me and molly both listen to podcasts so like in a drive-in at work and so for us and it's not not just a case of what's interesting but it's actually like we both listen to like marketing podcasts sometimes as well because that's what we're interested in that's what we need to be doing so we're like okay well there really needs to be more Podcast for our, our industry and for our customers to listen to. And the other thing is that we do lots of one-to-one masterclass and events here. And I find that there's lots of people who are one-man, one-woman bands who are customers. Or if you're the the printer in a business, you could be the only printer or a handful of printers. But it can be a very solitary profession sometimes. I find when people come in. Normally, their friends and family are sick of hearing about what they're doing, and then they come in, and I'm like their agony aunt because they want to tell me everything about their business. Um, yeah, so I think for me, I was like, okay, I really want to make something that people can sort of um, connect with. So that's why we try and have like customers on and have people like yourself who are happy to talk about the finer detail and get into the weeds on it because that's what they care about and they want to they want to be able to talk to someone about that but there's no one to talk about it sometimes so they, if they can listen to something about it they might feel like yeah I am part of something bigger and there's something more interesting going on here as well yeah I think definitely I mean
1: obviously you mentioned earlier that everybody gets a bit geeky about this sort of stuff but it's not it's not a bad thing and i think sometimes when people call in or or even when we call them and and we're talking about what it is that they do and you know how it all come to be they get a little bit nervous about being passionate and and really getting into the nitty-gritty of
0: i think you need to don't you that if you're if if that's the industry you're in the fact that you have passion and you have that kind of interest shows you're in the right industry if you're just printing t-shirts for the sake of making money i mean people do it don't get me wrong but (laughs) you know if you're making money great but if that is your passion project then you i think there's nothing wrong in that
1: yeah definitely i mean this I would imagine is an absolutely great part of your jobs. Um, I, I can't imagine how much I would like to get paid to sit down on a couch. Ask me at five o'clock friends. on a
0: Friday, and it's a different that's,
1: story. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. It's, uh, yeah, I think I, I could understand that, but it, it's it is it's just a case of um, you know being interested in what you do and and having you guys. Um, Speak in the background. If if you're working away, if you've got big orders and you know you're heat pressing in the house all day on your own, um, to have somebody there, you know, talking away and and to be able to pick up little pieces of knowledge that maybe you wouldn't necessarily get working by yourself and yeah. get that that outside view must be must be huge for people.
0: Yeah, and like Andy said, it's definitely something that was missing from the industry when we first started. And you know, having you guys on, having Beachfield here, um, it just makes our customers' lives so much. Easier. Easier and so much more accessible, um, so I think that's definitely one of the main reasons why we started it. And similarly, with you know all of the other content that we create and push out across all of our social channels, it's all for the customer. And you know, as much as yes, we are trying to get our product in people's hands, everybody wins because the more that they sell, the more that we sell. So it, it's the same. You know, the better our customers do, the better your business does, and it's a cycle, isn't it? So you know, it's just about helping them and helping their businesses grow really.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's um it's it's great to tune in every now and then and, and listen to you guys live or um listen we'll to a wee podcast live. or yeah. join you live. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was really, really good to to be a part of your um or City Live, I think um, to get a, a bit of a, more of an idea of what happens for people when they get into the market is, is massive. Um, like I say, we speak to a lot of people who are just doing this for the first time ever. And to be able now to say... Well, actually, you can go and watch me live <laughs> on Target Transfers and uh, and get a really comprehensive view of exactly what you know what you need and and what is is really required to launch this side of your business. Yeah. Um, I think looking at a, a printer market, it's very difficult to have reliable income mm-hmm. um you know I, I always express how big repeat customers will be for people um because there is not always the case that you're going to have somebody approach you every single week um or every single day um but if you have stuff like cities, although things have slightly changed where people tend to be doing them a little bit earlier in the year than they were doing previously it is that Leavers of seasons coming up—that's great. That's almost a guaranteed um, bit of income. Something that's going to keep you going and, and mean that you can really focus on, um, you know, your marketing and stuff like that. Because this is going to be ticking over in the background while you're uh, doing the hard bit of running your business. Uh, it is, it is, it's a big deal.
3: I think for us, well, yeah, we just want to see our customers succeed. So one of that is let's try and talk about mistakes that people make so no one else makes them in the same way I'm sure that you both so there'll be things that your customers say to you and think yeah I'm gonna buy like a thousand of these and you're like what why are you doing that that's that you know you normally order Definitely. the other product <laughs> because you have that's your customer type don't don't do it you stop them from doing it stop them from making that mistake because then they'll be more successful and be like oh thank god thank god you talked me out of that and I <laughs> yeah. went for this one instead um, and all at the same time, we're like, well, we see everything that goes through. I have an overview of everything that goes through production. So I, a couple of times a week, I look through everything to see what sort of work is going through, what type of customers are going through, and I think, yeah. and I can be like, oh, I've had a really good idea for how we can help people, and be like, how have you thought about doing this? Or we did a, an episode a couple of months ago about how to find local businesses and what is the business on your doorstep. And I did a little quiz for Molly, like, guess how many people in the town of Braintree are are doing this or doing that? I watched this and I (laughs) wish I
1: could remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like
3: double the amount of opportunity you thought on most of them. Yeah. But if we can try and get everyone to think about that, then they can be more successful and be like, well, actually, you probably could make quite a healthy living without going more
1: than 10 miles outside your house. Absolutely. I think people maybe don't even realise when you look at it from somebody else's perspective, you start to notice things that maybe you just didn't even think of. Like, uh, you know, everybody that I speak to, some of them get approached by one person for an absolutely huge order for an entire organisation. So somebody comes to you, they're looking for workwear for their, their entire office. You know, let's say there's 40 people in there. Only that one person knows who provided those because I still get calls regularly on the oddest hotline that say, oh, you sorted out my uniform last year and I have to say, well, actually, sorry, I, I didn't because I, I have no idea how to use a heat press, guys. I'm sorry. Um but to take advantage of those opportunities, um, I know that you guys do like the the smaller platings for doing like inner branding on the on the neckline, um, and I always always recommend that people do it because it's the first place people look when they want to know yeah. where did I get that again, you know. And if one person from an organisation approaches you and they're the only person that has your contact details. You've supplied great uniform to you know forty, fifty people who have no idea who done it. So to say to somebody, you know, if you brand everything up, then instead of reaching that one person, you've reached all every single person. And if they, it doesn't need to be work uniform that they're looking for in the future. It doesn't need to be um, a big order, nothing like that. If if they're looking for a printer in future, they'll go. I have this printed thing, where did I get it from? And you'll be the first person that they contact. So, uh, you know, really, really making a point of making every single business transaction as effective and efficient as possible is huge.
0: Yeah, neck labels is something that we always recommend people do for for that exact reason, because you are literally taking your brand wherever your customer goes. And like you say, the second they look inside their neckline, oh, I know where that came from. If it's got, you know, like a, an Aldis label in it or um, the wherever, the, you know, the T-shirt has come from, that's all very well, but it doesn't sup- help the printer. It helps you guys and yeah. you can help direct to who you know can print. Um, but it, as a local business, if you want to succeed, that's definitely something you should do. I have a curious question. So aside from the hoodies, what is your personal favourite item across all of the ranges? It could be denim, just tees, just cool, anything, but just not
2: the classic hoodies that we always talk about. Okay, that's a bit hard for me because I've actually run out of coat hangers in my wardrobe (laughs) because I have that many. Um, I mean, hoodies, I have about 30 alone. Um, But I think... Probably my my favourite thing is the recycled crop top and leggings that we brought out this year. I mean, I'm wearing them just now. (laughs) Um, I just think they're... Are
0: they the ones with the side pockets that Kirsten showed me at P&P? Yes, yeah, they're really nice.
2: the side pockets, they've got a zipped pocket at the back. Um, You know, they've got the the drawstrings in them as well, so quite handy. And the the crop top as well. Um, uh, They're just dead comfy. Um, I mean, one thing that... You'll probably find Molly <laughs> when you have these <laughs> when you have these sort of things and you know you've got the, the pads in them and stuff. As soon as you wash them the you know the pads are away away, they're they're gone. Um but these ones, you know, they stay in. If you're doing embroidery, they're it's like it's double Layered. Double layered, yeah, <laughs> double layered. So you know you're not going to get the the patch on the back itching your skin or anything. I think Have you been wearing them as well, Kyle? Have you been testing them? Yeah. He has. Do
1: you know I was really <laughs> <upset that laughs> Tiff stole my answer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I think they're I think the product team absolutely smashed them. With yeah. they really did, and I just think more people should should probably know about them. Um, I mean that they're going quite well. Um, I mean, I think we've, we've got them in black and digital lavender. Funnily enough, um, which are they're both gorgeous. And yeah, I just I can't I can't stop speaking about them. I love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Um, well, since I can't say the crop top and leggings <laughs> now, um, I'm, I'm going to slightly cheat because I know we're avoiding hoodies, but I'm, I'm actually I'm going to say in the ecology range this year, we brought out the EA032, which is a sweat, the EA042, which is a hoodie, and the EA070, which is a pair of jog pants.
0: Oh, so it's like a matching set. That's cool.
1: Yes. So all of them are made with the exact same fabric. Um, so same fabric composition, they're available in the same three colours and they make great coordinated sets. Um, now, if I could get away with turning up to work in them, I definitely would. Um, although I would also probably fall asleep at my desk quite a lot. <laughs> um, I, I like really, really love the irony of jog pant and I do nothing but sit and the couch on um wearing them so um the the jog pants themselves are probably um, my favorite addition uh, much like the recycled white uh, that we were talking about earlier in ecology the heather gray the heather colors already have those those sort of blemishes but it looks really really good cuz it it blends really well with the with the garment itself and to be able to lounge around the house in a pair of jog pants and a hoodie, the matching set, it just feels so much more comfortable. It's
0: lounge wear, not jog pants. Don't worry. It is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll go with that that's, terminology. That's yeah,
1: sorry. Yeah, the the lounge wear. Um, yeah, they are. They're they're really nice, and the the sweat fits really nice, and it's dead comfortable. And um, so, I definitely, the the new. Uh, they're called the Crater range. All the stuff in ecology is named after uh, a national lake or a national park. There you go, another.
0: Another fun fact.
1: Absolutely (laughs) useless piece of knowledge, but you drop it into a conversation with somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It just shows it's one of those things that sticks with you. Um, One of those things that I find really interesting. (laughs) And I I have spent the time to go and and look some of them up and and, and have a look, because I I think that's just a, a very, very interesting thing to randomly have in the range. You know, it's not something that we advertise or plaster everywhere. It's just one of those like almost like an inside joke. Everybody knows it. Um, and it's it's just, it's dead interesting to me. So one of the things I think there needs to be like a twenty three, twenty
3: four goal for you then, Kyle, is I think you should go to all these Great Lakes wearing the correct Are outfit and take a picture in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> was that was really
2: a question? pretty good idea. Pitch it. Pitch it to James.
1: I, I... Yeah, James,
0: if you're listening, next product shoot... <laughs>
1: Yes, James, I would like to be involved in the product.
0: <laughs> Kyle will model the crop top and open back JH, whatever it is.
1: Yeah. I, I will actually go jogging in the jog pants. <laughs> I will get as fit as the models are. Um, yeah, no, definitely. It's, it, I've, I've seen some of the behind-the-scenes of... Those photo shoots and it's so much work. I
0: think we should start our petition. So when this gets clipped on Instagram, if you comment below what you want to see Kyle in this next product shoot, <laughs> the most, the more comments we can get, the more likely it is to happen. Yeah,
3: the tag, we'll just, yeah,
0: this readout, tag Audis brand. brand. Is that your Instagram handle, it's Audis Brands? It's Audis Brands. Yeah, yeah. and we'll uh, we'll get Kyle on a product shoot. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah well we. I did. Um, it was an idea that was unfortunately thrown out, but feel free to revive it, guys. Um, <laughs> I said at one point that I thought a great idea would be to produce an oddest calendar with all the BAs. <laughs> <Spice>! <laughs> no! about <That>, this. <that, laughs> That is how do you know.
0: explain, do explain.
1: So um, I, I thought, you know, we were talking about things that, um, you know, would uh, show that we really care about what we do. <laughs> and I thought, how great would it be if we all picked our favourite stuff, modelled it, claimed a month of the year. Oh, a
0: literal calendar, a literal... right? Oh, I was thinking marketing calendar. Like no, on this day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, Obviously, I want June. Um, it's the best month of the year, um, so I, I want to be, you know, the the one for for June. But um, all the the brand ambassadors, and of course, we would get James involved. Um, <laughs> would get a, a different month or um, a different picture, or um, it doesn't have to be of them. You know, you just were the person that picked that image. mine would obviously be of me, but
0: <laughs> no <laughs> doubt about that no. at all. No, <laughs> expected nothing less.
1: Um, yeah, but it's just, uh, it was one of those ideas that unfortunately, um, well, we didn't go for and have no idea why. Uh, was it brought yeah, up that's... in
0: conversation immediately shut down and never spoken of again? And then Kyle tries to bring it back around every time you have a meeting.
1: I'll let Tiff take that one because that's quite a painful conversation for <laughs> me.
2: So every, every so often Kyle tends to come up with these ideas <laughs> and yeah, we, we all just kind of give them the look and it's kind of, Shut down from there. (laughs) Move on. Yeah, Move on, it's it's not happening. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, maybe, you
3: never know. i someone listening, it'll be a
1: relevant idea to them and they'll take it and run with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what about the... um, When we done the live, uh, you guys were having to wait for any of the cold peels for them to cool. My idea was you should be the first people ever to produce the cold press. So you put your stuff on the heat press, you you press it, and then you take it off, you put it on the cold press, you press it, you take it off, and you peel it straight away. And it's a cold peel, and that's fine. So you can have that idea. You're more than welcome to it. I'll send that
3: directly to (laughs) Ted (laughs) Star.
2: Do you see what I mean? Shutting it down. Uh, yeah, no, me. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For,
0: for, just for your information as well, the equipment carts work very well as cold surfaces, just in case you yeah. were curious. But awesome. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else that you wanted to cover no, before we wrap up? Anything
3: that you're... Sorry. Anything that your customers ask you about heat printing that you, for anyone that might be joining us new from the fans of the internal ambassador orders that join us for the first time, that you think that they might like to? have a question answered about?
2: I mean, I think, I mean, touching on, like, obviously the transfers and stuff that you guys do, a big thing that we see with a lot of people that we speak to, I'd say, is when they're doing their levers hoodies and there's people still out there, like, we weeding all the <laughs> levers hoodies and stuff, and we're like, go target transfers. Just <laughs> go buy your transfers. It's going to make your life so much easier. And, you know, you'll, you'll be, just be able to smash out all the hoodies and you'll be fine. Um, but I don't know if you've had...
3: Yeah stop we stop weeding levis hoodies because you won't make any profit on them once you pay yourself.
1: Oh, it's, uh, I cannot imagine the amount of time that it would take. I'm I'm quite convenient having quite a small name but <laughs> I, I, like I've I've seen some names that are very long and I cannot imagine the effort of having to weed every single one individually. Um I was actually just going to say pretty much that is um when we pass people over and, and, you know, we let them know that probably the the best place, um, that they can go to try and just get these, um, the information that they need and, um, start ordering their, their, um, their sheets in and rather than printing them themselves or having that huge outgoing of buying the machinery, um, obviously all they need is the heat press in the house, uh what would you guys say is, is the, the easiest way to get into that? Um, because then that way, rather than explain it to people, I can clip this bit and send them it. <laughs> I'll send it
3: to you. <laughs> I think the thing with heat transfers now is because we can print any colour and it can we can have one product that there's panto matching if that's important and you can do neons and shimmers, metallics and that. And we have other products that you can do full colour, gradients, unlimited detail. It means that there's not anything you can't do. Yeah, now, um and this is something that's kind of been the last two or three years. The full color stuff has been revolutionized. It wasn't possible before that to do it with the detail. You could do color, but you'd have a a white circle, a white box behind it. It wasn't, and it was ugly. But now you can do anything. So the main thing is to like is I always say to people, never compromise on your designs. Now, so just say that's my design, and go to us and say, how do we do it? Because we'll be like, it's one, it's one of two answers. It's not like an it's never a no, it's always this one or this one. If it's more than three colours, it's ultra colour. If it's one colour, it's one colour, one to five colour. As simple as that. That way you get a product back, we tell you exactly what the instructions are every time. So you need to remember everything all the time anyway. You just put it under a heat press and it's either ten seconds or it's twelve seconds, and that's it, you're done. And we've wash tested these so it lasts forever and ever. You know, great product if you get great quality product like Audis and our transfers. You know, We're talking years later that the same person is going to be wearing that top and the cotton's yeah. going to look great, the transfer's going to look great, and they'll be like, well, wow, I'm going to buy from that person again. Yeah. It's really that simple. Don't overthink it.
2: Actually, I had a customer who had a, a GH001 and she used some of your transfers and she said she's had this the same hoodie for five, six years, and she has washed it over and over and over, and it still looks the exact same. It looks like it's just been printed. So that just kind of proves it there, doesn't it? It's Testament. Match made in heaven.
3: That's, that's <laughs> it. I mean, neither of us put bad product out there. The same way that your, your product's always wash tested, before you'd even think about talking to a customer about them, is we put the hard work in so that you don't have to. You don't have to find out surprises. It's, you get it. And then, you, you know, I always say to people... The actual decorating part shouldn't be hard work. It shouldn't be hard trying to figure out how the hoodie works or the transfer because you don't add value doing that. You add value by doing sales and marketing and bringing more business in or, like yourselves, doing great customer service for people so they remember that and they come back to you and they get informed by it so that they are buy into the, the brand and the, the vision that way. Yeah.
0: I think that was pretty much everything that I wanted to cover today, if everybody's... wrapped and done yeah Yeah. thank you so much for joining us we really appreciate you guys coming down and featuring on the podcast it's been a great episode i'm sure everyone's gonna love it i will definitely be sure to send you all of the clips that we have roasted james for and (laughs) everything else (laughs) afterwards um thank you everyone for listening watching viewing and subscribing if you haven't subscribed don't forget to and we'll be back next thursday with another podcast episode